Okay, let's get started with this year's Parsha's Kiseitse, Tav Shin Ayin Vav. As we get into the Parsha with the most mitzvos out of any Parsha, almost one-sixth of all mitzvos are in Parsha's Kiseitse, 74 mitzvos in this week's Parsha. As we have mentioned, Shoftim Kiseitse, Re'ei Shoftim Kiseitse are jam-packed, Dvarim altogether as 274 of those, Aid Ayin Dalet, are here in Parsha's Kiseitse. And we start off with two thoughts on one of those mitzvos, a mitzvah that we haven't touched on uh, as much in the past, but the mitzvah of Hashavas Aveda. Hashavas Aveda. So the Torah tells us in Perach of Beis, Pasik Aleph, Lo tira sharachicha oeseyoni dachim, vehisalamta mehem. Don't, one shall not see, you shall not see, the ox of your brother or his sheep, nidachim, wandering around, vehisalamta mehem, and you will ignore them. No, you shall surely return it. Ask the Al Shech Hakadosh, a mafarish uh, that we don't do enough of. Ramosha Al Shech, one of the greats from Tzfat. Said the Al Shech Hakadosh. Seems very verbose. Pasuk tells us, just say, return the sheep, return the ox. Don't ignore it. No, the Torah says, Lo mehem. We're going to ignore it. Hashev Tishivem. Could, the Torah could have used a more simple, straightforward lashon of Hashem Tishivim without skipping the Hisalamta Mehem. Seems to be begging the question, adding something with that phrase. And let's continue reading. What if you don't know who owns this ox, or maybe you do know, but he's on a, a trip far away? You should bring it into your house. Hold on to it. So, it shall be with you until your friend seeks you out, your brother, and you shall surely return it to him. Again, every phrase is darshaned in the Gemara to teach us a detail of the halacha of Ashava Saveda. And the Torah continues, So too you shall do to any of those uh, lost items that your friend might have. Do not ignore it. Do not make it as if you don't see. And again, the Alshach asks, what we already know that from the earlier Pasuk, the extra, we already know. Okay, it's in a say. It's in a say in a say. It's two of the 613. But what's the emphasis, says the Alshach? Number one of is Alamta. Number two of the extra, lo say at the end, lo And finally, the question the Gemara asks, which the Gemara gives a different answer, why the double Lashon of Hashev Tishivayim? Tishivayim, give it back. Most mitzvahs don't have a double Lashon. A few of them do. The Gemara picks up on all of the double Lashonos. But the Alshach asks, what is the reason for the double Lashon? So says the Alshach, he doesn't quote it, but it's based on a very famous comment of the Sefer Achinuch. The Sefer Achinuch is known for this comment, this approach, which he writes by about 30 of his mitzvos. Says the Sefer Achinuch in source number one. Mishar Sheha Mitzvah, he is talking about the mitzvah of breaking the bones of the carbon Pesach. One is not allowed to break the bones of the carbon Pesach and Isidar Isa. Why? Why can't I break the bones? Says the Sefer Achinuch, this is part of the larger system of mitzvos. Of Zechiras Yisias Mitzrayim, Lizkar Nisei Mitzrayim, Kamoshik Asavnu Bacheros. To remember Mitzrayim, number one. But let me add, relating to this specific mitzvah, Vigam Ze Geza Minasharish Hanizkar, and this is a connection to the a Geza, a growth of the root that I've discussed often. Shein Kavod Libnei Malachim VeYoatzei Deeretz Ligrar HaAtzamos UleShabrim Kiklavim. Said the Sefer Achinuch, if I eat in a lack of derech eretz way, what would that do for me? How would that affect me? Every action that we do in life, says the Sefer Achinuch, here and often affects us. If we do chesed all day, we become ba'alei chesed. If we are involved in anything, it affects us. We're mushpa by our actions. And therefore, says the Sefer Achinuch, at the beginning of our becoming a nation, when we were first given the tzivuyim, the first carbon that we were commanded as a nation, the carbon Pesach, ra'ui lanu la'asos ma'asim hamarim banu hamare hamalagadola shalinu labosasha. Already at the beginning of our independence 
as a nation, in creation as a nation, Hashem wants us to show others and to show ourselves how we could eat in a certain way, and that will affect us. As he continues on line 16, here's his line, Da ki ha'adam nif'al We are influenced based on our actions. Our thoughts, our state of spiritual existence is based on what we do all day. Im tov, im ra. Positive or not. V'yafilu rasha gomer bilvavo. Even if somebody is wicked, even if somebody is a Russia, if they spend their life doing chesed, they're going to change, they're going to be affected. If we focus on Torah, we focus on mitzvos, even shalol If I spend my day doing something, says the Sefer Achinach, again, known, for that opinion, and he continues in the second column as well, if we don't, break, breaking the bones when we eat symbolizes eating like an animal. We eat quickly, we, we eat in a, in a lack of Derek Eretz way, so it affects us. If we eat in a refined, calm, sitting down, how often do we tell our children, just sit down normally, now they're eating, they're, they're one foot on the chair, one foot up, eat like a mensch, what does it mean like a mensch, not like an animal. But that's what the Sefer HaChinuch says, because even how we eat affects us. Says the Al HaKadosh, unbelievable, let's read the Pesukim now. All the questions that we asked. Why does it say first, and then, and then at the end, says the Al HaKadosh, source number two. The Torah is telling us exactly the idea of the Sefer HaChinuch. We're on the road, and we see somebody's ox. And we have a, we're on our way to a meeting. I really don't want to go get his ox. It's going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take a lot of expenditures that I don't have. I'm not really interested in doing Gashavah Saveda. Is that really wrong? If you ask the average person on the street, not from our religion, is it wrong to ignore, you're busy? So, yeah, Gashavah Saveda has a high standard. Says the al the Torah is telling us what's going to be our gut reaction very often. We're not interested. Okay, if it's easy to do, I pick. you drop your pencil, I give it to you. But where it's difficult, Hashavah Saveda naturally is not something that we would do instinctually. It's something that takes sacrifice. Like many mitzvos. Says the Alshach. Let's read the Pesukim first and then we'll see the Alshach words inside. Says the, says the Pasuk. You're gonna ignore it. You're gonna want to ignore it. Because that's natural. Hashav Tishivaim. Hashav, that's the Tzivoy. Return it. Give it back. And you know what? If you do that often enough, Tishivaim Lachicha. It's going to become natural. You're going to want to return it. And Lotuchawa Hitaleim. You're going to end up not being able to ignore it. Because we're going to become people, Hashavas Aveda people. We're going to become people who it's as it naturally following the Dvar Hashem, because once we do it because we have to, we'll do it because we want to. Says the Al-Sheikh now, let's read his words in source number two. The Arizal used to go here, the Al-Sheikh HaKadosh, give drushes in Tzvat. Says the Al-Sheikh. Line, uh, second line. Im heyo shekasha hadavar be'enei b'nei adam liyageya ba'azulasam. It's hard for us to be miyageya, to sweat and to, to push ourselves just for someone else. Let's put this in a context. It's somebody else's donkey. It's not somebody else's pen. It's not somebody else's money. I'm going to have to schlep it back to my house. I'm going to have to clean it up. I'm going to have to... It's not something simple. I'm going to have to sacrifice. I'm going to have to sacrifice. The way of people that it's, we don't want to sacrifice. First do it because Hashem told you. Then if it comes up again, it's going to be more natural to us. First comes because of the command. Because we want to. You're going to want to do it again. That's obviously what it says in Perkei Mitzvah, Goreris, Mitzvah. 
Avera Goreris Avera, whatever we do affects who we are. And then he even continues towards the end, Sheshilash Mitzvah, you do not only your friends, but somebody who you don't like. Many of the mitzvahs are formulated, even your enemy's animal. Me'az Dalacha Shekol Tachtia Mushrash, Umilumad Bemitzvah. You won't be able to be mitalem. You won't be able to hold yourself back. We won't be able, won't be able not to. Heard a story um, a couple years, uh, last year, heard after, uh, about Rav Lichtenstein. Rav Lichtenstein, towards the end of his life, he, he always put on tefillin in private, on Cholomoid, in Eretz Yisrael, even though it's not the minog, that's what he felt. Always put on tefillin in private. And there was one time they decided, towards the end of his life, one of his, uh, I think, sons said over, that, you know, he, he looked into the sugi again, no, I guess, no, I'm not going to put on tefillin. I'm not going to put, I, I'm not, not, but until, okay, he just saw it, looked through the post, give So, okay, first day comes, he doesn't put on tefillin, doesn't put on tefillin, doesn't tefillin. It's five minutes before Shkia, he, I can't, he runs, he has to put on tefillin. <laughs> he can't, he can't, I, he couldn't, he couldn't not to. Again, we're not getting into the halachic issues and, but because that was his mahus, he couldn't not to. The Alshach HaKadr says, we have to condition ourselves to be people who can't not do the mitzvah. And where it comes up, even if it's a little difficult, it's got to be so automatic to us that it comes naturally. Obviously, as we mentioned over the last couple of weeks, all the parshios, which always come up in Elul, always have messages for us specifically at this time of year. First thought related to Hashav HaSavedah. Second thought, as we said, the first two thoughts... That's a way to get us started. So here we go. I thought I might have mentioned this a couple of years ago from the Arachayim HaKadosh. Also, the Pasuk of you shall not see your friend's ox and whatever property he has wandering, but the Arachayim HaKadosh is going to focus on a phrase that we didn't in the previous source, bring it into your house. Literally, bring it into your house, the animal. But there's a deeper idea here. It says the Arachayim HaKadosh embedded in this Pusik is the source for Kira V'chokim. Is the source for going out to be Makari V'achinu B'nai Yisrael. That's this Pusik. says the Arachayim. Source number three, hundreds of years ago. Lotira Eshar V'gomer. Source number three. Parshazu Ba'alirmoz B'protus. Chiyav HaTochachos Shetzrichim B'nai Kelchai Sadike olam lasos la'am Hashem. This is a message for all of those who have it, have it within their power to influence other Jews spiritually. This is their responsibility. This pasuk is the key. You shouldn't see your, the, your, 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 the, your, the ox of your brother. It's, it's talking to, says the Arachayim, all of those who can have an effect on others. Kitera line six. Eshar Elaim Bene Adam Shinimshlukabahemos. Fame Son Kadshim. Oxen and sheep that are wandering. That's a muscle for Jews who are wandering. Sometimes an animal can be wandering. The animal doesn't know where it's going. It's going to somewhere dangerous. Rahman there are people, many of us spiritually, are wandering, and we're going to a place that's not good for us. Vizek Karam Shorvaseh, go through the whole the, all of the imagery of the Pasik, but he says now, line ten, Vayitzav Hashem Yitalim Don't Again, we might automatically want to not Hashev Tishivim. Bring him back Laachicha, and he quotes Psukin that Achicha is a reference to Hakadosh Baruch Bring them back to Hashem. Bring them back, and Hashev Tishivim means double lashon emphasis. The Kefalomer Hashev Tishivim Nitzkavein Ki Mitzchila Yishivim LaDerachatov. Try, bring him back to the Derech HaTov. Go far, extend, try. And then it says, The Pasuk says, And what if he's far away? What's literally far away? He's far away, you have to bring it into your house. But says the Archaim, what if he's so distant? Someone so far, so unaffiliated, so uninspired. That doesn't give us an exemption. We have to try. The success of our efforts are not up to us. That's Yata Deshmaya, that's up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But our efforts are up to us, not the success of our efforts. As we always know in Parnassah, and as we always know in child rearing, and as we always know in Kiruv, the effort is up to us, and the rest is up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Says the Yerachayim, 
on the next column. Right, he doesn't know, he doesn't know anything. Bring him into your house. What is a Jew's house? What is the ultimate house of every Jew? The Beis Hamedris and the Beis HaKnesses. Somebody is so far, bring him, bring her into the Beis HaMedris, inspire them with Torah. We have to package it properly. As the Gemara says at the end of Yuma, that's part of not just to love Hashem, make Hashem beloved to others. How do we do that? Making Torah delicious and sweet and present it in a clear manner and an exciting manner. Teach them the lie. Teach them what it is to have a fulfilling life. That's the Pusik. If we see our friend wandering, and whether it's a distant friend or a close friend, we have a responsibility. Those who can, and it doesn't mean somebody specifically who's a teacher, we're all teachers in our own circles. He doesn't know, he doesn't realize the value of our life. I'll be with you. Until HaKadosh Baruch Hu seeks him out, until after 120. We have to try, add 120, to try to inspire and give him back, as many say, if we have to give back somebody's physical possessions, somebody's spiritual possessions, somebody's lost. And it's, a, it's, it's lost. He doesn't say this, but I'll add it. It's not something they never had. We know the Gemara Nida that we all learned Kolotar Kul in utero. So we all had it at one time. It's lost. It's Chazara. It's getting re-inspired. And that's what our responsibility is, says the Arachayim HaKadosh. Along the same lines, the Baal HaTurim makes a Ha'ara. And it could, might also be able to be related to the Arachayim HaKadosh. If you look in Surah number 5, top of the next page, says the Baal HaTurim, the great tour, as he always does in his Baal HaTurim, which is not the Torah Torah. The Torah Torah is a larger sefer based on the Ramban, but obviously he has his own independent schidushim uh, also. But the Balaturim are the little ha'aras that he has on the Chumash. So he points out many linguistic uh, ha'aros. And here too he points out the word va'asavto appears twice in Tanakh. One in this context, va'asavto al-toch pesecha. Number two, in Malachim. Malachim Beis by Elisha. Va'asavto Mitzara ato, and he will be gathered in from his saraas. So the Balaturim deals with what's the connection. Usually he just points out the psukim, and it's up to us to try to figure out what he means. Here he gives a pshat. We're also going to give another pshat. But he says, what's the connection between saraas and fasafto aldoch beisecha, bringing something into your house? Says the Balaturim. Zeu shamru. This is the Gemara in Arachin. Negaim boim al ayin. One of the reasons, there are many Averis that one gets Saras, but one of the Averis is Tsare Ayin. Sheino Rotzela Hashil Kelav Omer Ainli. We don't want to lend people our items. We don't want to lend it out. We're, we're mock, we know, we're, we, have, we, have, we have narrow eyes. The opposite of, of being uh, benevolent and giving out, no. Ulamachar, Kodesh Baruch Hu says, you don't want to give your Kalim out. You know what I'm going to do? You'll get Saras, and then all your Kalim have to go out. Mida Kenegan Mida. Ulamachar Nagoyim Bam al Beso, as we know the Alakha already gets Saras Habayis. Machlokis in the Gemara whether that ever happened or not, but at least the Halach is true. Vitsiva Hakoin Ufinu as Habayis, the Kohen takes everything out of the house. Umosian Akilim Baroan Akoshiesla. Everybody sees, oh you don't have any you you don't have enough to lend me. Everything's out of the house on the front lawn. Everybody's gonna see. You don't want to lend somebody, Khrishbarakh will make sure everybody realizes that. What stays in could come out also. That's what it means. If you gather in the kalim to the house, that's the connection that he has with these two words. But if you look in the Imre Baruch, Rabbi Simon suggests, based on the Arachayim HaKadosh, another idea of this same connection, of what's the connection between the Tzaraz element, the Tzarei Ayin, and the... Uh, the Pasuk at hand, Hashavah Savedah Vasafta Otoch Pesacha. And he quotes it based on a Medrash. A Medrash which is not as famous as the Gemara. The Medrash deals with the same issue the Gemara deals with, the Talmidei Rabbi Akiva. But the Gemara in Yuvamis says one Avera that they violated, one Midah that they had problems with. The Medrash has a different shot. 
The Medrash here in Kohelis Rabbah says, source number six, Rabbi Akiva Omer, Shnei Masar Alafim Talmidim Ayolomi Geves Van Antipras, 12,000 Talmidim, Vekulan Mesu Bechayei Bein Pesach Latzeres. And they all died, as we know, between Pesach and Shavuos, the source for the Nihugin that we have during Svira. Ubesov Hamidili Li Shiva, seven, not five. Okay, Amar Lahem, but this is the Lashon. Harishonim Lo Mesu Ela, Mibrei Shahaya Einehem, Sara Batora. You know why they died, said Rabbi Akiva? That was the Gemara. What does it say here? They didn't want to share their Torah with each other. Says Rabbi Akiva to his new Talmidim. Don't do it. That is why Rabbi Akiva's Talmidim were the greatest spreaders of Torah in the history of the world. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yehuda. There's not a day in the history since they lived that their names aren't spoken in every base medrash in the world. The greatest Tanoim, Rabbi Akiva's Talmidim. But what was the original problem? They were Tzorus Ayin. They kept the Torah to themselves. There's even a line in Sefer Hasidim, Rabbi Yudah Chassid, that if somebody has Torah that he could share and he doesn't, it's like a Navi that's Kovish Nivuaso. Like a prophet who gets a prophecy from Hashem and holds it back. It's terrible. Hashem gives you something to share. Says Rabbi Akiva, that's why my earlier Talmidim died. Based on this, says the Imre Baruch, line 11, maybe this is the allusion to the Asafta Mitzarato. And Vasato Zobisekli or Chaim Akadish says, What's the Pazak talking about? Gather them into your house, share Torah with them. Don't be Tsare Ayin, which is one of the reasons that Saras is cause. Mitzarato, says the Imre Baruch. Hainu's commotion is bar line twelve. Shitakaya mitzvah shavas aveda gambin yane hanefesh. Spiritual. Lakari Vrachokim Ladera Hashem. Bring him in, inspire them spiritually. And if I do that, I will protect myself from Saras. It's all about spreading Torah. It's all about sharing. And then he quotes, he quotes the Dvarim HaNiflayim, the Yaduim, the known, those who do not know it, we'll try to make it known right now. The words of the Chassam Sofer, who says, one can never lose in one's own learning when they share Torah with others. Many great Talmud HaChachamim have the balance. They're busy sharing Torah and giving sharing with everybody. They don't have any time to learn for themselves. Some Sofer promises it's never going to, it's going to come off the top. It's never going to be a sacrifice in that way. Says the Imre Baruch, says the Chassam Sofer, Adarabah line 20, Al Yedeshem Ashpiyam Alachirim, Umalamdim Torah Labanim, Vitalmidim, Zochim Laharach Yamim. One will never lose by sharing Torah. And sometimes, explains the Chazam Sofer based on Sukkim, there are those who have really fulfilled their task in Olam Hazeh. Mitzad Atzmam. But if they have made themselves needed by others, they have made themselves be mashpi'im in Torah, in spirituality, in raising people up, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will leave them and say they're fulfilling a purpose. Fulfilling a purpose. He quotes the Hochsam Sofer, which we're not going to go into all right now, but if you turn the page and you look in source number 7, on top, Hashem Yisbarach Menichem Oda Adama. Hashem will leave them. Litovas Zareyem. It said Zareyem. It told Again, we can't fathom how Kadosh Baruch Hu works. Rachman Olasvan. There are Mashpiim that that have tragedy in their lives. But there, this this idea says Chazam Sofer is something that we believe in. That it could be that somebody has a schus doesn't have schuyos per se, but the schus of being Malami Torah Malami. Midos, Malamed, a life of Torah to others, being an inspiration for others, that itself could, could, be a, could be a reason while they're kept in Olam Hazeh. And he said that's even based on the Psukim, V'hosircha, line 10, Hashem Latova, Hashem will leave you over Latova, Latova, because of your children, because of your Talmidim who are called children. And that's V'asavto otoch Pesecha. Whenever we focus on, we have to focus on ourselves, obviously, and especially at certain stages of life, right? When we're younger, we have to try to first become full ourselves to be able to be mashpiyim later in life. But, says the Chassam Sofer, 
The Emirate Bar connecting this to the Arachayim HaKadosh. This is what we have to try to do, to share, to save others. So if the first thought that we said today was about focusing on for ourselves, this one is about affecting others and doing our best. Okay. Let's get to the next mitzvah out of the 74. Try to do a few of them. The next mitzvah is a drush. I mean, the mitzvah is not a drush, but we're going to have a drush on it. Perach is the next uh, discussion, right after Shlishi. Kitivne ba'is chadosh. Somebody builds a new house. V'yasisa ma'akeh l'gagecha. Mitzvahs asay da'araisa of ma'akeh. Of building a fence. Machlokas in the poskim. Do you make a bracha on the mitzvah of ma'akeh or not? Machlokas achronim. It's a mitzvah da'araisa. V'losasim damim b'veisecha. If I put up a fence, I will be preventing any dangerous situation in my house. And again, this uh, is talking about a, a fence on a roof. But again, we have to remember, the days of old, the roofs were used like we used the yards in front of our house. Roofs were the area that was lived in, in the house. People used to dry their dates on the roof. People used to uh, flatten the guards and makas talk about you know, you're pushing something on the roof, going up, going down. The roof was a backyard in the days of old. So it was a place where people were, so you have to put a fence up. So that's the Pashapshat, obviously, of the Pasuk. But there is a thought said by the Ben Yehoyad of the Ben Ishchai. If you look in source number 8, I think we might have mentioned this in a different context a number of years ago, but either way, here it is from the Panini HaTorah. He explains the Pasuk, based on the following story. There was a man who Difficult trying to make a living. He used to go to the shuk and he used to buy eggs and chickens. He brought it back to his own town. He sold it for a little bit more than he bought it for. Made a little profit. And in that way he was Mepharnes' family. Not, not, uh, not such a wealthy man, to say the least. One time, explains the Ben Yehoyada, He's on his head. On his head, here in the Middle East, people carry things on their head. On his head, he had a hundred eggs. A hundred eggs on his head. And a bunch of chickens on his side, can the eggs on his head. Picture the scene. He's on his way back to his town. And he starts daydreaming. Starts imagining. Starts dreaming. I work so hard. I make such a small profit. You know what? I have a hundred eggs. I have a couple of chickens. You know what? I'm not going to sell them. I have a better idea. And here starts the machinations of his imagination. I'm going to take him home. I'm going to put the chickens on top of the eggs. You know what that's going to happen? Each egg is going to turn into a chick. I'm going to have more chickens. I'm going to have a hundred more little chicks running around. Each chick is going to lay a hundred eggs. And the eggs are going to come out from this. And then I'm going to... And then I'm going to take each chicken and sell it for a dinar. But I'm going to have hundreds of chickens then. And I'm going to have thousands of eggs then. It's going to be amazing. This is awesome. I can't wait. The yield the Astrim, Astrim Dinari Kasa. I'm going to sell all the chickens. I'm going to sell the eggs. I'm going to have 20,000 coins of silver. The Akhenet Semer. I'm going to go buy myself a new suit. The Eshlach London Limkor. The Hulu, the Hulu. Achie Oshir. He lived in Baghdad. Achie Oshir Muflag. Come on, Rothschild. He lived in the 1800s. I'm gonna, it's a, he's carrying his eggs on his head and the chickens under his arms. And I'm going to have the eggs. I'm going to sell them. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to get the money. I'm going to buy a new suit. I'm going to go to Rothschild. And when the king's birthday comes, he's going to invite me to his party. And I'm going to bow down. I'm going to say, King, let me curtsy in front of you. And he curtsies and all of a sudden he hears, crash, smash, and he sees a hundred broken eggs on the floor in front of him. Vaaz hekits me tardemas machshavosav. He quickly jumps out of his thoughts. Vira shalonishar biyado klum lo beitzim 
Velo efrochim, velo dinari. What's the message? First, let's put it into the psukim. Kisivne bayis chadosh. If you have a great idea, says the Torah, if we want to start something new, if we're imagining something, if we're dreaming about something, the Pasuk gives us an Eitzah. Rayon Chodesh, because he's a makilagagacha, put a fence around your roof, meaning the tops, the ideas, make sure it's realistic. Make sure it's step by step. Don't dream, even though, yes, the, the, the phrase goes, ah, but a man's dream should be beyond his reach, whatever the phrase is, but says the, but says the, Ben uh, Yehoyada, Hamachshava Mechuna B'Shem Gag, the roof, Put a gag on your on your machshava. What does that mean? Be realistic. Go step by step. Go think. Don't think beyond reality. And in that way, you won't put damim in your house. What is damim? Ledamyein. The imagination won't get the best of you. Because that is all going to fall down. Meaning, our dreams. We need to have dreams. We need to have aspirations in life. That's what life's about. Life's about growth. The second, the Bechazon one said, the most dangerous approach in Avodah Hashem is, if somebody is, a Benoni Beshita. This is who I am, God. Take me or leave me. This is me. Hashem knows me. It's been decades. This is who I am. Chas v'shalom. Life is going up and down escalator. If we're not running up, we know which way we're going. We always have to have dreams. We always have to have aspirations. But they have to be realistic. They have to be something that we could grab. They have to be something that we can accomplish. Because if we dream something and it's so far beyond, so then everything could just fall down and we won't even be left with anything. That's a drush of the Ben Yehoyad. Okay. Once we're on the topic of drush, before we get to some more halacha and messages, we'll keep the, we'll keep the genre of thought and we'll move over to the Dubna Magid, one of the greats who maybe was one of the models that the Ben Yehoyada had. But it's based on a Pasuk. Perach of Gimel, Pasuk, Dalet, and Hey. And the story goes, and again, I think we have, met- we have mentioned this in other contexts, but it's fascinating that this year we have a story behind it. The Dubna Magid once said, I could ask a kasha on every Pasuk in Chumash based on a mushal and give an answer to that kasha based on a mushal. That's why he was known as the Dubna Magid. As we have always mentioned with the Dubna Magid, when the Grah became old in Vilna and he was sick, he, they said, Rabbi, should we get you a doctor? He said, no, just bring me the Dubna Magid to give me Musser. Dubna Magid, that was, that was how the Grah thought of the Dubna Magid. So the Dubna Magid said, give me any Pasuk in Chumash. Not Altsgaiva, but else There are messages that we can learn from every Pasuk in Chumash through Mashal, through stories. So they opened up, Parshish Kiseitzei. Which Psukim? Parshish Kiseitzei. The Psukim about... Marrying in to the nation, Perach of Gimel, Pasuk Dalid, Lo Yavo Amoni Umavi Bikal Hashem. Amon and Moav are excluded, the males at least. Gamdar Siri, Lo Yavo Lo Bikal Hashem Adolam. Amon and Moav are off limits, even if they want to convert, now let them marry them. Now let them marry them, Amon and Moav. Why? What's so pernicious about their, their neshamas? So the Torah gives us two reasons. Al Devar, let's read the Pasuk. The question has been dealt with by others also, but we'll see it through the eyes of the Dubna Magid. When we were going out of Egypt, they didn't come out and give us any food. Reason number one. Reason number two. And they hired out Bilam to curse you. That's the Pasuk. Says the Dubna Magid, there's a problem with this Pasuk. And the problem... It's based on a mashal. They want to ask the Dubna Magid, can you explain to us why you always give mashalim? He says, okay, I'll give you a mashal. And he explains it. I don't remember what the mashal was. Says the Dubna Magid, this is the kasha on the Pasuk with the following mashal. I'll call up Pasuk, I'm sorry, Bechula, Bechula, where does it start? Here it is, line five. Gvir Echad there was a very rich man who Meshadech his daughter, Me'achar Shehoreach Atan Yashub Makom Rachok, because the parents of the Chassan lived far away. They said, it's not, they're going to meet the parents. They'll meet, they'll go, they'll travel. So the father of the Kala gets up to go. He goes earlier to set everything up. He goes earlier to set everything up. Again, it's all a mushal. There's going to be a little tragedy in this mushal, but it's all a mushal. 
While the father of the Kala was sitting there, all of a sudden one of his sons runs in and says, Abba, terrible, there was a terrible storm, there was a terrible accident, the Agala fell over and all the food is ruined and the meat is ruined and the baked goods and the wine and everything. And also Ima's not okay. Let's leave it at that. When you're telling something happens, what, what, what is the father interested in the most? The, the wine, the food? Say the main issue first. That's the main issue. Why can't we marry Ammon and Moab? Because they didn't bring us food and water. And by the way, they hired out Bilam to curse us. <laughs> Bilam to curse us for eternity. That's the real reason. Why does the Torah say that as an afterthought? Says the Ben Yoyada. When you want to say something, you say it first. What? Unless you say, oh, in the story, you could say, oh, maybe they just wanted to like, like couch it a little bit. They don't want to like shock the father. But no. Why do you say that? So he says the answer is, I'll give you a marshal. What's the marshal? Second marshal in this one, Dubna Magi, line eight. Havena Tarezozo, Amar Magi, the marshal. Yom Echad Ba Chok. And again, it's a common question and answer, but he gives it through the Mashalab. That's what's unique about his approach. Yom Echad Ba Chokir Yehudili Yeshiva. There was a certain uh, Jew that came to the Yeshiva and said, Almost every marshal either has a king or has a poor man or has somebody who get marries off their daughter. Something most Mishalim have one of those one of those three. Please, I want to marry marry my daughter. I want to find somebody to marry my daughter. Find me a great guy for a couple of years. I'll support him and Shalom al Yisra. So the Rosh Hashiva here is great. Sounds great. Wonderful. He, he takes one of the best. One of the Arayot, one of the lions of the Chabura. And he goes, fine, Shidduch, wonderful, amazing, great. Line 16. Another day after the wedding, so the son knows that he's got a couple of years with the father in law. The chasan is brought, little bread, little bread, little water, and it's like he couldn't even broke his teeth on it. He couldn't even eat it. Baruchat Erev, Shuvosomachal, same food. Every day, he hardly gives him any food. He starts withering away and sees it's getting sick. When the Machutin sees, he goes in and says, Why aren't you eating my food? Why are you eating my food? He said, I, I can't, I can't, it's, uh, my teeth, it doesn't good for me. So what does the father-in-law do? Again, it's all a made-up story. He hires two henchmen to go and basically force-feed this kid. Boy, you want to eat, you're not going to become, I'm going to force you, it's food, eat the food. And the son runs away, he's like, what is going on here? He runs back to his yeshiva, his rebbe. Like, what's going on? The guy comes in, the machun comes in, and says, oh, he ran away. And the Rebbe says, you said you were going to support him. He says, I only have a little bit of food. That's what? Oh. So you had, a, you had enough money to hire two henchmen to force this kid to eat this. But you didn't have enough money to give him normal food every day. Sometimes our actions are inner contradictions. If we would just do A, that wouldn't be so bad. But B... Like the Beis HaLevi says in Vayigash, by the brothers of Yosef, famous Beis HaLevi. Yosef says to them, you're so upset now about Benyamin, so what about 22 years ago? It's the inner contradictions. They don't come out with bread and water, says the, says the Dubna Magid. They didn't come out. Maybe we could say they don't have anything. They're not financially stable. They can't. They had enough money to hire out Bilam. And remember, Bilam was didn't go for a low price, as Chazal say. They had plenty of money, so it's really one reason. They didn't have akarasatov. They didn't do basic acts of chesed. And don't tell me that that is excusable. It's the second one explaining the first one. So really, they work together. It's not the second one as an afterthought. Okay. We're trying to have a little of everything tonight. So we had some Akshava, we had some Drush, and now we have one Halacha. A Tshuva Sefer, which we don't usually have Tshuva's farm here in the Parshish year, but this is one that we will have. 
as we again we'll get back to some other machshava thoughts as the shir continues. There is in the second volume of the Minchas Asher of Asher Weiss, whose third volume just came out. He has a shayla related to kiddushin. We know the mitzvah of getting married is in this week's parsha, assuming it is a mitzvah. The Rambam and the Sefer Achinuch counted as a mitzvah. Some other Rishonim counted as a heksher mitzvah. The preparatory stage for the mitzvah of having children, puravu. But either way, marriage is in this week's parsha. Kiyikach ish isha is in this week's parsha. So a thought, a fascinating tshuva related to kiddushin, which you have. I gave you the whole tshuva on page six, seven, and eight. And the title of the tshuva is, I mean, it's not a, a case that we like to come up so often, but Rahman al-Islam, every couple of years we hear about some type of, of case that happened with two teenagers. Kiddushin schok, Kiddushin as a joke. What's the case? This is the Shiloh that he was asked. It was what he might call Kiddushin Bisli. What's Kiddushin Bisli? Bidvar bimikre hamitsa'er. The painful situation. A 20-year-old boy, a 17-year-old girl. He put an onion ring on her finger. And everybody was watching and laughing. The girl didn't realize what was going on. He they were in the sh- whatever. She didn't even hear what he said. She was so in shock and, and confused. She ate it. It was like all happened so fast. Like he gave her a, a, a snack. He ate the snack. Afterwards, she said they told her what she what he had said. When they, she realized what happened, and people said to her, maybe it's a Shaila. She was, she was parts of a Bechi, she was hysterical. They both agreed that it was a joke. She, she didn't even know what was going on. And the boy says it was a joke. And you can't just say, oh, well, okay, you might just give a get. You want this girl to be a Grusha? He was just joking around. And that's what everybody realized. This silly, foolish act. But she wants to make sure. She wants to make sure. She follows halacha. Line 10. Hanara shoelas b'mar liba. Move on. Obviously, she doesn't want it. It's terrible. It would be a terrible status to have at that stage, even separate from the issue of kahuna. So, what's the case? So, we need we need a gadol to paskin here. We all have an instinct, but you got to write a shuva. It's got to be clear. You got to give halachic basis. So, Rav Asher Weiss here gives many, many reasons why there is no chash kiddushin. And there's not even a cell of a suffix why this should be. Many say, okay, just be, just be machmer. Just be machmer, just do it just in case. No! We never machmer when there's a downside, when there's a risk factor. And here there's a terrible downside. And we're not going to read the whole tshuva, but just to point out some of the highlights of the svaris. Number one, if a man goes over to a woman and does an act of kiddushin to her without talking about it beforehand, and she doesn't even realize what's going on, there's a major ingredient in the kiddushin that's lacking, and that's called das ha'isha. A woman has to acquiesce to the kiddushin. When a man puts a ring on the kala, the Masada kiddushin tells the woman to put her finger out, because that's saying, yes, I agree. Midar raisa, midar abanan, a woman has to show Acquiescence. She doesn't have to say words, but putting out her finger to get the ring onto her finger, that's saying yes. The Alkane second column. And if she doesn't say anything, it has to be because she says beforehand, yes, do this to me. And that's what happens when she sticks her finger out. It's a joke. 
Number one, you lack Das Ha'isha, which is a major ingredient in marriage. Moving right along, again, a lot of, a number of reasons here. Let's go to line 21. V'od chitshu g'dol adoros. There's a concept called Dvarim Shebelev Enam Dvarim. If I sell you something and I'm thinking in my mind, well, I really only want to sell it to you if it rains tomorrow. If I don't say that, then that condition is not a condition. Dvarim Shebelev Enam Dvarim in Halacha. I have to say it. I have to write it. And here, what do you mean? He didn't say anything. He said, Haryam Kudashasli, Bibisli Zu. That's Moshe of Israel. Says the Minchas Asher, sometimes you do say Dvarim Shevalev Havi Dvarim. If it's something so obvious that the whole world knows. The Gemara gives an example. Somebody gives away all their possessions because they don't think they have any children. And all of a sudden their long lost son shows up. So even though they didn't say, I'm giving away all my possessions because I don't think I have any children, that's what the halach is. And it could go back. So this is similar. When do we not go by what's probable? If the Adam didn't know for sure what the Kavana was. But here it's clear. But even if the Adam say that it was obviously as a joke, there was never a doubt in our mind that this was serious, of course. There's nothing to talk about. And then he even adds, again, pile on the, the reasons. The old Kasul Achronim. Achronim also say, where was the Brachas? Where was the Birchas Erisin? Where's the Chuppah? Where are the Adim? Where is the, where is the band? Where are the flowers? Where's the caterer? It's not a marriage. How do people do marriages nowadays? It's clear from the action itself that this is not something that is done. Venera Od, that he says on the top left side, which is true in some circles, especially maybe younger teenagers who don't know all the halachas. Fascinating ha'ara. Timidubar b'ibnei noar, sheim borim gemurim ba'alacha. They don't know the halacha, especially people who are doing this in the pizza shop. Borer shalahavana sama mutes poshutayalahem how can you get married without a rabbi? Come on. How can you get married? Why? Because people are influenced by the non-Jews, by the power invested in me. Dot, dot, dot. I pronounce you. Halacha does not believe in that. There's no power invested in the rabbi. The power is invested in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the only power there is. And a person, a man and a woman and two Adim, that's all you need for Kedushin. Right? Haram HaKudashasli in front of two witnesses. But because they think, that's another tzad, they don't think it's serious because there's no rabbi there. So, adding on and adding on and adding on. Other reasons as well. As we continue, and now we're not going to read more, but he says it's clear that nobody had proper kavana here, and therefore there is no reason at all to need to get even lechumra. In the last paragraph, he says, on the next page, turning two pages and 13, he says, Oy vavoy, that this happens in our generation. That there are situations where this can happen. Also be amenu, that there's such frivolity and there's such callous rosh between boys and girls that this can even be tried. He says, woe to us that this is the situation and we have to be mechanic our children about proper uh, relationships and proper jokes and what marriage is all about. Okay, moving right along. Moving right along to review something that we said eight years ago, but it's a short one, and it was Rev Cook's yard site this week, so just to a week and a half ago. So um, just wanted to share it again, a thought of Rev Cook on the sitter on this week's Parsha. Let's get into now the Zachars. It says Zachar a number of times in the Torah, twice or in this week's Parsha. Remember. Remember. So one of the remembers that we have to do is Perach of Dalet Pasuk one of the Sheish Zechiros, Zachar, let me just find it, Chavdalid, Pasik, Pasik Tess, says the Torah, Zachar, Esa, Shara, Sa, Shara, Lekechel, Miriam, Baderach, Mateschem, and Mitzrayim. Remember what Hashem did to Miriam. 
So by the other Zechiros, it's kind of clear what we're supposed to do. Remember Shabbos. That means keep Shabbos. Remember Harsinai. Learn Torah, which we got at Harsinai. We'll talk about, about that more soon. Remember Amalek. Timchazech Amalek. Remember what Amalek did to us. Remember what Hashem did to Miriam. What exactly are we supposed to remember? What's the mitzvah? The Ramban counts it as a separate mitzvah. One of the 248. But what is the message that we're supposed to remember? Says Rav Kook in his sitter, after Shachris, by the Shei Sechira, Zachar, Eitz Asher, Asal, Hashem, Lakech, Lamiriam, Nireh, Shebechlau, Zeh, included in this, which is also about not speaking Lashon Hara, but included in this is, Gam, Kim, Lizkar, Tamid, She'ein, Kala, Nevi'im, Domim, Lamalas, Moshe, Rabbeinu, Al, Vashalom. Remembering Miriam is remembering the uniqueness of Moshe Rabbeinu. It's one of the Animamans, according to the Rambam. Right? Meaning, it's in Yigdal. One of the tenets of our faith, Moshe, was different. Right? Moshe, nobody before, nobody after. And what was Miriam's hate? She was Mashvim Moshe to other Nevi'im. Shahari Miriam Dimsa Ma'alasa Lamalas Kala Nevi'im Vinansha that's exactly where we have the greatest praise and uniqueness of Moshe Rabbeinu, the end of Aloscha. Pel pel dabrebo, b'marablo b'chidos. That's where we get it. The dabrez et sarach And we have to remember that. Mebreshu choma b'tsura el taras Hashem v'nitzchiyoseha. Remembering the uniqueness of Moshe is a strong bulwark. Right? A wall that protects the Torah. The second that we don't believe in the uniqueness of Moshe, that already puts a crack into Torah's Moshe, because our our belief in Moshe, the Aminu Bashem of Moshe Avdo, our belief in Moshe, as good as our belief in Moshe is, is our, as good as our belief in the Misora is. Kivan Shashem Isbarach Gazar Omer Shein Shumnavi Domelo Bamalaso Vimkain E Efshar Shehe Navi Amavatel Chas Veshalom is Davar Echad Midvarav. No Navi later on can come along and break something that Moshe said. We discussed in last week's Shir. Remember the Navi Sheker. Navi Sheker is A, not allowed to say anything about Avodah and number two, destroy a mitzvah forever. For the moment, Eliyahu Bar Carmel. But forever, no power. Why? Because that's going against Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, Torah's Moshe. Remember the Pasuk at the end of Navi. Hashem says, Zichru Torah's Moshe Avdi, the end of Zechariah. So Hashem himself calls it Torah's Moshe. Unbelievable. Zichru Torah's Moshe Avdi. But says Rav Kook, that's what's meant in this week's parsha. Remember Miriam. Remember the uniqueness of Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, two final thoughts for the for the evening for Parshas Kiseitze. Again, we have to do what we can here in these uh, jam-packed parshias. Maybe one of the most unique mitzvos. Not maybe one of the most unique mitzvos. The only mitzvah that we could do by not realizing it. There's a whole discussion. Mitzvah Srichas Kavana, Ain Srichas Kavana, Diatav Kavana or not. But there's one mitzvah that we can only do if we don't realize it. And that, of course, is the mitzvah of Shechacha, of forgetting something in the field. Says the Torah in Perach of Dal and Pasuk Yutes, Ki Siksor Ketzircha Bisadecha, when you are harvesting, Vishachach to Omer Basadeh, and we forget a bundle, Losasha Lakachta, don't go back. Yes, the Issa, the Issa is don't go back, but the situation of the mitzvah is only when we forget, when we don't realize something. And if we fulfill this mitzvah, if we allow, the Medrash also talks about, you know, just dropping money out of it, we have a hole in our pocket, and the money falls out, and an ani finds it. That's also a kiyam of shechacha. But the Pasuk says, Laman Hashem adecha. Special bracha with everything we do. Question, why dafka the shechacha, out of all the mitzvahs, a few mitzvahs get this, why does the mitzvah of shechacha create a special bracha we're going to get? Hashem Shechacha somehow is going to have an effect on everything we do. Question one. Question two. There's a tosefta in peya. If we would have to guess which mesechta the tosefta would be in, it would be in peya. Because Mesechah's Peah is all about the Manas Aniyim. It's called Peah, but Leket, Shechah, and Peah are all discussed in Mesechah's Peah. Says the Tosefta in Peah. Maisa, B'chaz, Echad, Source number 15. 
Sheshach Omer Betoch Sadeo, there was a Chasid Echad that forgot Omer, forgot a bundle. The Omer Lebanon, and he said to his son, he was so excited, Go give two Karbanas for me. Go give an Ola and a Shlamin. I am so excited. I forgot the bundle! We're, we could be excited to do mitzvahs. That's amazing. But what was it about Shichacha that got him, got him psyched? And Shlamim, we understand. The Shlamim is a voluntary carbon, generally. And it's okay, because I eat some, the Kohen eats some, the, car, the Mizbeach gets some. In Ola. Why would I give an Ola? In Ola, one of the reasons an Ola is given is for a bitl assay. Meaning, I didn't put on tefillin. A bitl assay. So is that connected at all? If I didn't fulfill an alosa, say it's a chatas or an asham. But what about, A, why was he so excited? B, you know, why dafka these karbanas? Let's just finish reading the Tosefta. Amar lo abba. Marita lismach. Vesimchas mitzvah zu yosem. Mikol mitzvah shabbat Torah. So the son asked the father this. Dad, what are you so excited about? I mean, it's good to be excited, but what are you so excited about? Amar le. Kol mitzvah shabbat Torah. Nasan le'am alakam l'daytenu. All mitzvahs of the Torah we can only do l'daytenu. With das. Zu shalola daytenu. This mitzvah, only if we don't realize it. She'ilu asinua beratzen lefnei hamakom. If we would have been focused on everything, lo bas mitzvah zuli adina. It would never have, I would never have been able to do it. So I'm so excited. If I couldn't do this mitzvah, then it would be a lack. It would be a lack. Doesn't mean we should all be forgetful and that we shouldn't daven for that. But once in a while, if it has to do with staka, it's okay. So again, why is there a special bracha by, by shichachah? And why these karbanas, the chub. So here in the Yosef Zatari, he quotes the Igra, the Pirka, the, the Bnei Yisachar, who says as follows, based on a thought of Rav Chaim Mivalash and the Nefesh Chaim, which he doesn't base it on it, but that's where this idea is fleshed out. Says the Nefesh Chaim, Yadua line 11, Shekol Maisa Adam Bazeh HaOlam Einol There is never an action, or specifically a mitzvah, that a person does in this world that is for naught. Every single mitzvah that we do is accumulated and has cosmic effects. We have no idea how we change the cosmos in Shamayim by every word of Torah that we learn, by every word of tefillah, by every chesed that we do. We have no idea what we do. Line 13, Even if we daven without kavana, the tefillah doesn't go to waste. Hashem takes the words and, quoting the Zohar HaKadosh, the tefillah is kind of in limbo until we have a tefillah that could get to the Kisi HaKavid, a strong one with Kavana, and then there's piggyback. Once the tefillah that is strong enough to get all the way up to the Kisi HaKavid, all the other tefillahs that want with Kavana piggyback on that tefillah because that has enough power. Sha'os, it's like the little engine. They're waiting and then Gets it all up. It's held by a malach. We all have one of those once in a while. And then, all the other tefillahs get up. It's the same thing. That's from Chaimi Velashen. Now, he explains with mitzvos. Sometimes we do a mitzvah without kavana. We do it. So it's a great mitzvah, but... It's, it can't get as high as it could get. How does it get higher? There are two options. If I do that same mitzvah with kavano, with l'shma, amazing, but there's another way. If I do the mitzvah that's supposed to be done without kavana, that mitzvah can take all the other mitzvahs without kavana and take them up. Omemelo, line 16. God, the mitzvah's ma'asiyos. Even action mitzvahs, not just tefillah. No, they're held. They're held in the waiting room in Shemayim. And it's not just that it piggybacks, but the way he says it is, this mitzvah is to prove to us, don't think if you do a mitzvah without kavana, it's not effective or meaningful. Look at the mitzvah of Shechacha. It's all about not realizing it. And it's one of the 613. It's two of the 613. I say in a losa, I say. Ki kein mitzvasa. Yalu ima gam shara mitzvah shanasa dugmasa. And that's why the Torah tells us, 
you do the mitzvah of shechacha, Hashem This is going to help out your whole life. It's going to help out all your mitzvahs. Because all the other mitzvahs are going to piggyback up to Shemayim, to the Kisei HaKavit. And that's why the Chassid was so excited. And he brought a Shlomim and an Ola. An Ola is for mitzvahs say he didn't do properly. Because that's the specific, specific message that the Torah wants to give us and the Tosefta wants to give us in this way. Okay. For the final thought for the uh, evening, a lot, of, a lot of Hasidic thoughts this, uh, this year. Again, Baruch Hashem, we try to... Uh, Expand all of our horizons and have from all different all different uh, sources. So we have from the Aptarav, the Oiv Yisrael. Oiv Yisrael. Says the Oiv Yisrael, getting back to the thought we mentioned before. Two of the Shesach heroes are in this week's parsha. We have, as we mentioned before, Miriam. We also have the last one, the most famous one. The one that we lane at the most important laning of the year, the only time that it's a Mitzvah Daraisa to lane, and that's Parsha Zachar. The Shabbos before Purim, Mitzvah Daraisa for us to say, the Balkari is Motzi us in the laning. Parsha Zachar, the last few psukim here are Parsha's Kiseitse. All other laning throughout the year is part of the Takana de Rabbanon of Moshe Rabbeinu and Ezra of laning. Kriyas HaTorah, Chobas HaTzibur, according to most. But these psukim, remembering Amalek. So, again, we know what the psukim mean. But says the Oiv Yisrael, let's expand a little bit and, and, and focus on how that last point could relate to maybe this time of year and improving ourselves. And he says, let me also talk about two of the other famous Zechiros, Zechira of Maimon Harsinai and Zechira of Shabbos. He talks about those four. There are six, but he talks about those four. Says the Oiv Yisrael, who again, who was known as the Oiv Yisrael because of his Abbas Yisrael. Besides the name of his Sefer, the O of Yisrael. Number one, he says, a fascinating Ha'ara. Remembering Maimon Arsini. What does that mean for us as we're sitting here in the Shir together? We have to feel as if we're experiencing Maimon Arsini. As if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving us the Torah today. How is that? But he's not giving the Torah to us today. Says the O of Yisrael, wait a minute, let's think about this. Is this from Hashem's perspective after he gave us the Torah. Hashem is outside of time. We are bound by time as human beings. But Hashem is outside of time. Right? That's how he knows what we're going to do, even though we have Bechir Hashem. But says the Oleb Yisrael, on line 11, right side, Lizkar Tamid Bechal Eis, Maimed Anifchar Eitzel Arsinai, Shekol Ishmi Yisrael, every man and woman. Sarach Leos Be'enav Tamid Bekal Eis Verega, Kilu Omid Baharsinai. We're at our Sinai. The Ba'adam Shaykh of our Ba'asid. When it comes to human beings, we have past, present, and future. Aval Eitzel Hashem Yisbarach. Eino Shaykh Zeh. To Bechol Yom Vayom, who knows Torah. We say it every morning, men and women. Birchaz HaTorah. Hamalamei Torah Lamo Yisrael. Brother Hip, no Sein HaTorah. No Sein HaTorah. Giving. Not gave. He's not the Nasana Torah. So that's number one job of us. Each time we learn, we have to feel as if it's the first time, as if Hashem is giving us the Torah now. It's not something old, it's something new. Number one. Number two, this week's parsha, Miriam, the more accepted and prevalent understanding of the message. The power of a person's Dibur, the most powerful muscle that we have, the most powerful way that we could express ourselves is not through our bodies, but through our mouth. And we only have, as the Gemara talks about, we have two eyes, we have two ears, two nostrils, one mouth. Just one mouth, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us. A pet kadosh, it has to be. We're so careful about what goes into our mouth. We have to have a kashrus also on what goes out of our mouth. Line 31. Should sarach lishmar piv Constructive, productive, chesed, mitzvos, a kind word. Number two. And then, of course, we have Zechira Shabbos. Shabbos means remember that the world is God-centric. Remember that we have Yom Rishon L'Shabbos. Everything revolves around Shabbos. Everything. And Baruch Hashem in Eretz Yisrael, there's only one Shabbos. There's no Sunday. As we spoke a couple of years ago about. Yom Rishon L'Shabbos, Yom Rishon L'Shabbos, everything is focused on Shabbos. 
And that's what we have to be. We have to try to be as spiritually connected and God-centric. And that's the message that he says of Shabbos. But then he adds, and this is the Amalek and the punchline of his, his thought, Im line 8 on the left side. As spiritually uplifted that we find ourselves and connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we can never lose sight that we all have faults that we need to focus on. We all have Amalek in us a little bit. We always have room for improvement. And there's always Sir Meira, even if we're focusing on the Aseto. Zachari Tashar Zalacha Amalek, Baderek Mateshkim Mitzrayim. Amalek symbolizing Tumma, symbolizing faults that we have. No matter how high we are, we need to always remember. We need to look within ourselves and always look for the Amalek within us and root it out. And just adding to that, adding to that in the next source, one of the Rebbe's say, Ezeu Gibar HaKovish Etz Yitzro. Who is the, who's strong? He who conquers his Yitzer. It doesn't say HaKovish Etz Yitzer Hara. Or Yitzer, Yitzro. Because each person in the world has their own challenges. And has their own Yitzhahara. Sometimes we look at others and say, oh, I could beat his Yitzhahara. Why? His challenge, I could do that. that. Hashem doesn't, Hashem doesn't want us to try to conquer somebody else's challenge. Just like we don't have their eyesight, we don't have their life. We all have our own Yitzhahara, our own challenges, our own things of what we're good at and what we're not good at. And we all have areas where, at this time of year, we think about improving. V'lazeh, he says on the left side, Shor quotes this. V'lazeh, k'tar kalecha la'asos la'atzmo g'darim v'siyagim b'dvarim sh'roa sh'yisro tokev alav l'achshilobo. Whether it's kavani and benching, whether it's what's coming on time, whether it's being nicer to each other, we all have our own areas. And that's what Amalek, Zachar, remember what Amalek put to me inside of us. Amalek made it harder to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right? He was the anti-Hashkacha nation. Right? He put suffix into the world. So much symbolism of Amalek. But we have to look at it, what it relates to us. We have to try to make sure that we're focused on this Zechira also, besides Harsinai, besides Shabbos, besides Lashon Hara. And as we focus in this time of year, as we started off this year with, on ourselves and on others, the Hisalam to Mayhem in both uh, understandings, we should all have siyata deshmaya to be able to listen to the parsha, which is the most mitzvos, bizocha to fulfill all the mitzvos, and bez Hashem as we head towards, as we march, the middle of hell, right? As we march towards Hayom Hagadol Hanora, Hatavshinayin Zayin on the horizon, bez Hashem we should bizocha to fulfill all of our each personal potentials.